0: As she became more comfortable with her partners, Megan unlocked her bisexual side. She and Max have tried a few one-night stands, but have learned that they enjoy the connections of dating another couple even more.
1: And we're back in the sex apartment. Welcome back again, Max and Megan. Welcome, guys.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome, welcome.
1: We left off last time. You had mentioned that you had started dating Link and Tori exclusively. One thing I forgot to jump into was your sexuality.
2: There's a point where Link looks at me and says, Now I want you to go down on my wife. Now, this is a whole nother level of boundary, of of not boundary, but but thing that I, I knew I was okay with.
3: Good times and sunshine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know a lot of women, you know, that Katy Perry kissed a girl and they liked it in college. Like, I get it. Like, that that was totally me. Always been very comfortable, and I've never, ever had an issue with any of that. But understanding what my sexuality was with other women was brand new information to me. To us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the terminology would be or what I was comfortable with or what I was capable of. That was brand new. Max and Tori are taking a break. I slowly crawl over to her. This is the first time that I had ever gone down on a woman to spread her open and then to just mentally think in my head, I'm just gonna do what I like. Mm. <laughs> I don't I don't know really well, what, what to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm not opposed to this. This is beautiful. This is awesome. But I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) So here we go. Let's just do this to spread her open and then to just kind of go for it. But now I've realized, oh, I love this. I quickly realized I love this. This is not buy for my guy. This is not Mm -hmm. what I, this is not that. This is like, I'm cool down here. I am a happy girl. You taste incredible. I'm just completely soaking wet doing this to you. I can feel feel everything inside of you and i can feel you tremble and i 100% know that i'm in control of this maybe there's something safe about it maybe there's something i don't know how to analyze it but it's awesome it's so fantastic i'm like okay i every time let's go and now i'm like i'm i'm like asking anybody in the lifestyle i'm like so how do you feel about girl and girl? How is that? How is that for you? Are you cool with nice. that? If they say no, I'm perfectly okay with that. That's totally fine. It's not something I need, but it is also something that I enjoy that I'm totally fine giving. Yes. Totally fine with that. Happy girl.
3: And it's good to tap you in so I can get a breather.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. If the sweat's not dripping off my nose, I'm like, Are yeah, doing anything yet? I mean- <laughs>
2: Well, in a lot of this, so when you are married for 18 years and you're having sex once a week, you don't really got a lot of opportunity to perfect your form.
3: I'm getting way better. I I found in the last eight months, it's like there's different kind of moves and all right. I mean, we had our go-to things. I'm like, all right, we can do this. Yeah. Throw you on the I'm, top of the couch. All right, Well, throw I you on the table. All right, this is uh, awesome.
2: So the lifestyle makes you want to be healthy. It makes you want to be sexy. It wants you to shave everything and be hairless and beautiful and toned. And you want to be your best when you are presenting yourself to strangers. Mm-hmm. Included in that is I also want to perform the best. So now it's opening up these conversations of tell me how you like it. Okay. Do you think all guys like it this way or do you think it's only you? She's been (laughs)
3: practicing blowjobs for the last couple months and perfecting her technique. And I will tell you, it has improved. Before, she could never make me come. Maybe four times in 18 years. Yeah. Now, she knows the technique. Uh I've explained it to her. I'm like, this is how it works. And she's like, oh, that's it? And I'm like, yep. And it's amazing. (laughs) Communication. Look at that.
0: Hey, what are you you're gatekeeping over there then? Because uh I don't know a special technique for you.
1: For me, it's I don't want to come. I'm going to enjoy the blowjob for as long as I possibly can mm-hmm. to get to my end result.
0: Yeah,
2: I know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like you said, you dated them for a few months. What happens after Link and Tori?
2: So Tori and Link had mentioned Nessa and G as their friends. And had also introduced us to this concept of a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) encouraged us to listen to their episodes as well as others. We got the sweet invitation from you two. Now, part of that is that we had a profile on the website that was pitiful. Max was running the website.
3: I just slapped up two pictures and wrote like one sentence. Which is one sentence more than we have. So it. just so you're aware.
2: Megan, five four, hundred and thirty pounds. That's about all it said. I think I had
3: your wrong height in there for a long time. I had you at
1: five six. So I was
2: like, like no, I'm fine. Yeah.
1: No one brings a ruler before.
2: There was a point where Tori, as our sex shaman, encouraged us to really expand on the profiles. She <laughs> said, you know, there's this whole website and if you get involved in it, you will meet other people and this is how you expand your network and I really want you to do this. So with that came the photos and came the reaching out and came the, oh my God, we have messages on here that went unread for five months. 't
3: go unread um, <laughs> I was on the site at least an hour to two hours a day I was memorizing everybody's face to be in this higher profile I've gone through it numerous times now I know almost everybody at the club I don't usually see surprises there because wow. I've seen most. but a lot of people don't have faces so that's difficult you know, anyone who has a face I'm like oh yep Okay, cool.
2: We were so excited to get your invitation to a party at the sex apartments and dinner. We had never been to anything like that. We were nervous as hell.
1: And you really got thrown to the wolves because it was us, Echo and Falcon and Nick and Elizabeth. And you put the six of us in a room and you're lucky to get a word out. (laughs) But you guys managed to draw the attention we shifted over
3: and it became 20 questions for you guys. Yeah. It was interesting. And echo and Falcon were so nice. I was sitting next to them and
2: Falcon is so handsome and echo looked at you with those eyes (laughs) that absolutely the minute she walked in and she looked at you, I was like, you are so beautiful. Your husband is not even looking at me and I don't fucking care because I'm looking at him. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, it was a good time. And then, you know, we went to dinner and then came back and went to the club. And on the ride over, I think, you know, we we talked about it. And I was like, they really seem interesting. We should talk to them more and and, then see.
2: Now, at dinner, Echo is sitting next to Max. Echo and Max are talking away. However, Falcon is on the other side of the table from me. So I am staring at this man, but he is a thousand miles away. So I have zero conversation with this man, which is fine. However, it didn't matter because... Now, we are only two miles from the club. We are five minutes away. We get in the car, and both of us were on the same page. Whoa, did you see those two? Yeah, I saw those two. Wow, that's a green light for me. He was the same way. We are green light. Whoa, we have no idea if they like us, but doesn't matter we just want to be clear that if if that was a green light then that's a green light the most amazing thing happened with echo and falcon so we end up at the club we are obviously all together socializing our new friends we just met this night and we are doing the the perp walk and we are going about doing the circle echo and falcon walk with us and they said yeah you know on the car ride over we said that we would absolutely green lighted you two that we we were instantaneously attracted to both of you our jaws dropped we're like holy fuck you had the same conversation (laughs) we did I haven't even talked to you, Falcon. I haven't even said three words to you. And yet still, I can't believe you noticed me. Oh my God. It was also good how
3: they explained boundaries to us because we didn't know that, what what the go things were, what you could do, how you handle the situation, walking into a, a room to play and saying, well, these are our rules. This is the way we like to do things. What are your rules? And we're like, oh, my only rule I always tell, don't punch me. <laughs> that is like, you, like other, like, don't punch me. I get really mad. It's funny you say that because there are girls that do. And yeah. I didn't realize I had to explain that one. So, okay. Thank God. Because that is number one. Like, don't punch me because I'm coming back. <laughs> it's, it's more of a slap than a punt. But yeah. I'm, I'm a 250 pound guy. Yeah. It was really good for them to explain that and help us understand that. And as I
2: typically do, I'm like, we should get a room. I, I, I jump to the point. I will never be the closer. I will never be the closer. I'm the opener because I'm chatty. And I will tell you, oh my God, oh my God, I like your shoes. Oh my God, so nice to meet you. Oh my God, your boobs look amazing. I am the opener. I am 100% the opener. Never be the closer. (laughs) That concept of having that final moment of saying, let's get a room. Let's do this. I want you.
3: Meanwhile, she was talking for 15 minutes. I was thinking that. One minute in. When am I going to interject this? At what point? All right. It's been 15 minutes time. What time? Timer. Okay. Okay. No. Wait
1: Wait till she breathes. She's going to breathe. She'll
3: breathe at some point. I know it. (laughs) And then I'm like, yeah, we should get a room. And they're like, yeah, we should. And no, it, it was awesome. And it was really good to meet another couple. So that was like our second Full swap, right? They were just so nice and so awesome.
2: More than awesome. Are you kidding me? Falcon, the incredible moment with Echo and Falcon is that Echo walks up to me after we get into the room. She grabs me by my hip and she says, my husband is going to ravish you like a starving man. To have her not only be like, okay with this concept of my husband is going to have you but that she was explaining to me what was about to happen to me I think I melted into the floor at that (laughs) second and then Falcon might be the most generous lover I have ever had in my entire life he is a dream come true any women out there if you get the chance (laughs) they were insanely patient and insanely open warm loving to the concept that hey we are new to this and we don't know really what we're doing we don't know how to not fuck this up with you two we are stumbling through this
3: i never care if i fuck it up i'm just gonna be me that's how it's gonna go (laughs) oh we fucked it up cool guess that's not gonna work out again
0: well <laughs> moving on
3: <laughs> you know Megan gets into the situations and as you guys are learning loves to use her words and explain things and you know in, in a long time she's starting to explain these things and it's like she's tapped this unlocked power to use these words and get in there and, and share this emotion and share those feelings which is great for me because i like to understand and i want to understand what she likes and what she wants so it's really helped me be more open with her and dive into not what her fantasies are because i don't think we've ever really discussed that but just what drives her and what keeps that marriage going right without having any jealousy i'm like I, okay i love when you found squirting <laughs> right Stop. That, that was interesting mm. and then you know was i jealous about that i'm like that's pretty cool I was like, honest, that's a with thing. no porn background that's oh look at that that's new all right yeah. i didn't even yeah i didn't even know that was a thing but um <laughs> it is and nope. yeah yeah i mean thing. and she I,
0: can do it apparently yeah not that i've
3: never made her do it ever and you know several people have and i was like that's fascinating i'm like all right Haven't learned that up, up, down, right, left. (laughs) That
0: that (laughs) cheat code. code. XX
3: triangle, circle, circle, fucking PlayStation shit. (laughs) Right. It's cool. I'm not jealous about it. I'm like, great for you. That's a new experience. I'm like, Go get it. That's awesome. Why would I want you to have that? I don't care. You always say, just like, when you love something, let it go and see if it comes back. And, And just, it's been great for this and her to use her words. And as you heard a lot, she loves getting into it now and loves talking about it and is really vibing into situations. And now I can understand what makes us click. And I'm like, wow, it's really good. Let's go figure it all out together. So you get to experience... Three months of one couple Mm -hmm. and then somewhat of a one night stand. Correct. It's been interesting with a lot of the different dates that we've been on. We like to call them dates as we go out with people and hang out. I find that I need that interaction more times. It's fun once in a while. And just in Vegas, we went to Whispers and and met some people. That was interesting. You the know, one night stands. The one night stands. I don't even remember their names. They the just best kind. The, it was it was it was quick. Well, it wasn't say it was quick, but it was interesting to just meet people. They were from a different state. We all met in Vegas, had a good time, enjoyed Whispers. But I like that. Re- occurrence so I can get more comfortable over time and then we have talked about
2: the pluses and minuses to the one night stand versus being here in our local club with people that you know you're going to see again and maybe you want to see again you want to see on the repeat there's pluses and minuses in both categories of course the one night stand is you are free to do whatever you want because you may never see these people again Mm -hmm. and you don't know their name there's a bit of Freedom and scariness in that, but then the repeat. Unfortunately, in my very limited experience, again, we're very new. With the one night stand, I'm not going to probably give you any more than my vanilla sex self. We're going to do all of the things that we are supposed to do. There will be a blowjob, there will be writing, there will be an attempt at something. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get to that end goal and it will be fine. It'll be great and it will be new and it'll be exciting and there'll be butterflies. It'll be great. No complaints with the one night stand. However, if we can do this on repeat, if we can do this a couple times, then maybe you can actually figure me out and I can figure you out and I can know your favorite color and I can wear that when you walk in the door and I can learn exactly how you like me going down on you instead of just going for it. Now I can know that you like when I do this, and I know your moan, and I know your sounds, I know your feeling, I know when you move your hips a certain way that this is A good move. That to me is just something that you're only going to get on the repeat. You're only going to get after multiples, Mm -hmm. that ability to know somebody a little more intimately. The word intimate is even scary because intimate is what I have with my husband. But to know someone just that extra bit, that's what drives me. And you'll find out very quickly that I am a much more of a romantic in this whole lifestyle. I am probably never going to post a video on any website of me spread wide eagle, blatant fucking, like (laughs) hardcore porn. You will probably never see that of me because that's not who I am. I am sensual. I am slow. I am a romantic. I'll tell you what, we were at our Halloween lifestyle event at the club. We met and hooked up with a couple that we just hit it off with instantly. Great connection, great vibes. And they said, do you want to go through the haunted house? And we were like, yeah, sure. You know, we're getting to know each other. The four of us are doing great. And while we walked through this haunted house, he held my hand the whole time and led me through that haunted house and pulled me in close to him the whole time. By the end of that haunted house, he could have anything he wanted from me. (laughs) I was ready to give him my whole self Anything he wanted, and that was just from holding my hand that's the kind of person I am for me. The dating aspect, the repeat journey is why I find it so sensual that's what i'm after
3: i I'm, I'm just the opposite of her in everything so, um, I am into the fucking, and I find it fantastic. Uh,
0: First time, it third first time. time doesn't matter. No, it, it's not, but we're—I guess
3: our commonality would be in between the amount of times because by the third time, I can really do some good things because I don't know. I have to learn the person. What do they like? How do they like to do it? I'm a bigger guy. I can really lean into somebody, and you know, I just want to make sure they're okay with that, and so I don't want to go.
2: I need you to rephrase that. <laughs>
3: I like to understand, you know, are you okay with it? Am I going too aggressively? Is this okay? And I don't know their moans. Sometimes at the first onset, I'm like, I'm always checking in. I'm like, are you cool? Are we good? Are we cool? More? Yes? No? High five? It's that balance. But then once I start to learn them, then they're like, okay, we want it all.
2: Max, you're being conservative compared to what you told me at home, which is the first time you're learning her. The second time, you go a little bit harder.
3: The third time I'm fucking you through the floor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Fair enough. <laughs> Note.
2: <laughs> that aggressiveness, Max is naturally conservative on the first go. It isn't until the repeat happens that he can give you his all and I definitely feel the same in that. We're going to have sex and it's going to be fun and it's going to be filled with nerves. But by the third time, we can actually communicate. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what I like. I'm not afraid of being open and honest and telling you to touch me here and grab me here and you need to keep your hands on me. want you here and we should be doing this. These are commands and innuendos that I am not going to be comfortable with on the first go. I'm a little too submissive to do that. The dating actually allows me to be more open. The dating allows me to be more free because I know you, I know your kids, I know your the name of your dog. And I know if you like football, I know that about you. That to me is just that bit of intimacy that I need. It really brings out the friends with benefit aspect for me. Next step was when we went to
3: Vegas and Whispers hooked up with the randoms.
2: Again, another one-night stand. We went out to Las Vegas for work and decided to try a lifestyle club outside of our local club for the first time. It was horrible. <laughs> That's what I've heard. We have
3: we are spoiled. It was like a house. It was. Oh, I, was, I okay. walked in there. I was the uber dropped us off i was like oh fuck this is a crack house (laughs) just wait wait for us just in case i'm like i'm gonna go in first
2: i did not know how nice our club was locally yeah it's uh, epic in comparison but we did meet a very nice couple we do not know their names we hooked up with them it was a very public showing which was cool because now you're in an environment where you very very quickly realize kind of like going topless on the beach for the very first time in your life you realize you're never going to see these people again so you're have the bravery yeah. We and that was room
3: for people. We just yeah. went at it. And then we had a big audience, which was different.
2: The other thing that was different, which was that she peed on you. So that <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. It's, how many, how many
1: times have I been speechless? And I mean, this is, uh, you're not just going to throw that out there and just, and then no, come on. No, <laughs> she, just, so
2: she definitely peed all over you. So She said she had to use the restroom. She tried to excuse herself. There was a line. She came back. They started again and she just let it go. That that was
3: before we started. Um, She's like, I I really have to go to the restroom. I really have to go. Like, okay, yeah, go ahead. I think we're naked at this point. And she's like, I'm going to run over there. I'm like, okay, great. She came back in like two seconds. She's like, there's a long line. I don't want to wait. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, and then, you know, started finger touching her. We're making out. And then, shh. She just let it rip all over me.
2: Meanwhile, I'm getting railed by her husband, and I put my arm down, and the bed is soaked. I'm like, oh, wow, she's a squirter. What do I know? I don't know that any of this had not conspired. In, not in 45 seconds.
3: And, and also <laughs> the guy that's never unlocked that, that <laughs> right, Okay. <laughs> so I know there's a technique to it. Now I've Googled that. So. <laughs> I just haven't engaged a <laughs> second. Okay. Long so, game, guys. Long but, game.
2: But, okay, but what this, doing? It's, this brings good. me back to my point, okay, is that the one night stands versus the dating. When you are dating somebody, in, in, in the lifestyle, in sex, in your own marriage, sex is messy, and something weird's going to happen all the time. Guy's not going to be able to get it up, or someone's going to have shit somewhere or someone's gonna pee or like someone
1: you guys have been through some <laughs> shit in the last nine months that I haven't been through wow. but Come whatever on. it's cool
2: like, like something weird is gonna happen like these are your uh, organs yeah, I
3: like... mean her peeing at me didn't even slow me down <laughs> did,
2: no, nor, like
1: like, I guess she doesn't have to
0: leave apart. now
3: I may consider a towel but I can't
1: promise
0: <laughs> right
3: like after you know five seconds of
1: being
2: didn't. peed on and I'm like
0: oh, oh,
3: whatever <laughs> <laughs> let's just go <laughs>
2: You're gonna fucking headbutt each other.
3: Oh yeah, we yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Something yeah. weird yeah. is totally gonna happen during sex. Something non-sexy will happen. Guaranteed. fucking teed. You are naked. These are people that you're not accustomed to. It is not gonna be fucking poetry and romance and rainbows every time. Something weird's gonna happen.
3: Right? You slip, you're standing and banging somebody on a table, all of a sudden you slip off. There's
2: then, pee on the floor. Right. <laughs> 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 Something weird is gonna happen. It okay. Was so much weird. Now with a one night stand, I'm going to talk about you peeing on me forever. I'm going to talk about this? <laughs> Cuz you can, right? <laughs> and you are well, going I only to you be you know about
1: it. No one else knew that. You're I going to be
2: the at. person that peed on us. Okay, that's going to happen. They'll be the pee couple forever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's going to happen. Now, but when she you're when you're high. dating somebody <laughs> when they're on repeat, this is something that you can giggle about. That you can laugh about, that you don't have to feel mortified about. Because if it was a one night stand, I know also in my mind, I don't want to be that person that forever and always is the person that did the weird thing. You're right? the bed soaker now. That's, that's true. a different story. It's only with mean,
3: two different people. So. <laughs> Sorry. i'm keeping that's a log i haven't downloaded right. the app i'm yeah. telling you get that no the app.
2: you know what we got we got the fucking liberators we got the blanket nice. i had to get the blanket i didn't know it i didn't know it that
1: existed changing lives I know, <laughs> it. all this free advertisement for these people
2: we right. we had to buy the blanket we have a I waterproof
1: did, blanket
3: I now. I have to buy the blanket. <laughs> it just showed up at the house. I was like, what the fuck's this? I was like, oh, another got, random package. It's cozy. Oh, this is a really soft blanket. Yes, yeah, it's, it's waterproof. waterproof.
2: It's, it's cozy. <laughs> I
3: was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm so tired of doing fucking laundry.
2: But when you're dating somebody, that shit is overlooked. That shit is no big deal. It's something that you laugh about. You get together with them next time. Don't fucking headbutt me. <laughs> like, and you giggle you about it. You knocked out my gl- shifter. Yeah, you feel like it's forever something that you can giggle about and you can laugh about and you can move forward from. But when it's a one-night stand, it's like, oh, my God, I'm – mortified and I'm so embarrassed and I have to think about this and oh my god I don't care I don't know the dating aspect gives you that freedom of this was no big deal you you know who I am you know what my vagina is like on a good night and the fact that like my vagina was not so great on this night you know maybe
0: at least (laughs) you have some
2: comparison (laughs) (laughs) you know this isn't my best (laughs) right you know I'm not at my best I'm not going to be labeled that way there's that comfort. Look, I'm just exhausted. Like, can I just be a pillow princess tonight? Can I just be relaxed? And just, I know that I'm typically the fucking energizer bunny over here, but like, can I just not tonight? And to have somebody say, absolutely. Yes. 100%. It doesn't mean that I'm not willing and not into you. It just means that I just need a fucking night off, but I'm here and I want you. I'm just not willing to do all the work tonight. That's something that you have in your marriage, right? You have that. Yeah, tap in, tap out. You wouldn't get that. If it was a one-night stand, they'd be like, I don't want that anymore. She's not active enough for me, you know? And like... You know, that would be not ideal. The repetition for me, the repeat, the over and over, not to mention that we are good sexters. You guys have talked about on the podcast <laughs> that you are not really into a lot of the sexting. You My problem not-
1: is I find the sexting takes away from the actual action.
2: Okay.
1: We have sexed with couples <laughs> for a week or two. Leading up to a planned meeting by that fifth or sixth day, it's like, all right, well here, let me copy paste from earlier because it's the same thing and we haven't done anything yet. And it just, it takes away from the actual action. We don't plan what we're going to do because the second we plan something, I can guarantee you it's not happening. If I said, Hey, you guys are going to come here. We're going to record. And then we're going to go back and we're going to fuck. I promise you, we would have sat here and talked for an hour, then finally got around to recording. And then an emergency would have popped up and we would have had to leave that's the way it happens. If we plan to do something, it's over. Mm. In my mind, the sexting is just that. It's the, oh, here's what I'm going to, oh, here's what I'm going to do next. And it's like, okay, well now I have to do that. And it, it doesn't do it for me.
0: You're right. I think a lot of times when we are right off the bat sexting and everything's really hot and heavy and we are like, yes, this couple is fantastic. We all are hitting it off. And then we go hard and heavy on the sexy, sexy texting It does fizzle out. And maybe that's us. Maybe we're just bad at maintaining. I, the, mean-, I mean, it has something to do with our schedules. It has something to do with how we plan. We don't have every weekend free. We typically when we're meeting some somebody we're not seeing them again for several weeks so when you're talking about sexting for several weeks yeah i mean it's okay i can only see so many penises come through hard (laughs) penis oh yeah great i get you hard lovely and i'm not trying to say that it's a bad thing it just it fizzles out after time what we have found is that we spend that time texting getting to know people asking the what is your favorite color what do you guys like to do how can we hang out with you What can we do together? We plan more of the social aspect of it in those texts. When we get together, hopefully the whatever was left over from the last time we met you is still there's still something there that, you know, we can build off of. That doesn't mean that we don't sext. It just (laughs) means that we try to aim to sext at the most appropriate times. Yeah. so, So that it doesn't fizzle out so that it can maintain something.
2: Yeah, we've definitely been sexting very much so. For months on end. Yeah. The fizzle is there. I agree with you. However, for me, again, this is all part of my journey, is that, so you get to this, the social media aspect of art club. As you have seen, I am really enjoying making these videos. I am loving the attention. I am making these brazen videos of me getting dressed, getting undressed, putting on lingerie, putting on my normal clothes. The idea that I am doing my everyday life and you are glimpsing into my everyday life of me getting dressed and being undressed. That to me is part of when I feel most empowered. I'm going to let you into five minutes of me taking my clothes off or putting my clothes on, that moment of watching is something that I love to record because I love, I, I do feel very empowered. Again, clothes make me feel very empowered. Making these videos and then shooting them out to people that I'm dating, to people that I know appreciate them. My dear, sweet, wonderful husband is terrible with his words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you been fine tonight, not. <laughs>
0: I happened to, to,
2: <laughs> I, I happen to make a video this week of me using my wand and just completely orgasming. It was so much fun. I'm home. I made this incredible video.
1: I happened to be looking through my phone going, I didn't get this fucking thing, but whatever, bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I made this amazing video. And I sent it out to this couple. The feedback that I got from my husband was, so you were busy today. (laughs) You were? Yep. Very.
3: Yeah. I was like, man, I was at work. I was like, you had a productive morning. Nailed it.
2: Not what I'm going for, bud. Like, (laughs) love you. I need more.
3: But you said. I need more. I, I like,
2: made you, oh. but but then, yeah, but then we had that talk. We Thumbly. had that conversation, which before number one, I would have never, ever, ever made that video. There, let's put that out there. I never owned a fucking wand before Tori. So
0: Tori, it's all your
2: fault. Tori, my sex shaman. Thank God she's been in my life. So first of all, I would have never made the video. Then we would have never had the conversation. Then I would have never realized that this was missing. So now I'm at least able to get to that point where I can be like, hey, bud, no, that's not good enough. You saying you're busy today is not enough. I need more. I need the words I need you to fucking adore me I need you to make a huge fuss because I spent two hours making that video so I need you to give me two, two hours
0: hours with your wand no <laughs> no no no, no. Oh,
2: oh lord
0: girl no 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 I was about to, who does that no no, no 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 I'm like 30 seconds oh, no, I'm no, efficient no. and I am done no no no, no. <laughs> okay just checking
2: Seven, seven minutes of video. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah okay. But then, you know, editing, cropping. Okay. Okay. Adding okay. music. Got you. Yeah.
1: You get at started. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just the editing, it's the it's editing. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take so, some time, but you'll get used to it. And then like thinking of it, like thinking of, like, what kind of video can I make for my friends? What kind would they like? What would be new for them and what should I wear? And uh, there's anticipation in my brain of like thinking about it and building up to it and planning for it. I do all of this and I send it out there to the world. And if I get fucking silence, oh, no team do better. No, no, not good enough. I need the feedback. I need all of it. I need, why do you think I'm doing it? Why do you think I'm doing this? I'm 100% doing this for you. I need the words. The problem is there,
3: you know, with the words, after 18 years of trying to talk about sex and getting denied to talk about it, you're somewhat trained not to say anything. So I'm relearning. I talk about it. You're going to stop. It's so hard to relearn that, right? That, you know, now we want to talk about what we did, but before for decades we weren't so totally man this old dog is learning a lot of new tricks <laughs> i have to communicate more and i have to be more open because for decades there was no communication and now i need to over communicate what i'm thinking like because don't get me wrong i did i watch it five times at work yeah it's great <laughs> right i mean did i shut my office door yeah <laughs> 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 turn the sound up yes I did and then I put my headphones in finally so I could play a full volume
2: but like I didn't even know that I didn't even know that right like until this very moment until this very podcast I did not know that these are the sort of doors that we're going through it's awesome I love it I love it I love this communication I love that I'm discovering this about myself
3: lifestyle learning
1: <laughs> so where are you guys now
2: we are currently dating Ruthie and Rob, It's just very fun. Ruthie and Rob are delightful.
1: Which is such them. an intriguing thing, because when we talked to Ruthie and Rob, she couldn't even be in the same room, occasionally not even the same zip code, as Rob was doing something.
2: Correct, yeah. We just started talking with them, and...
3: Echo and Falcon introduced us, so we saw them at the club, and they, they happened to be talking. We just walked over to say hi to Echo and Falcon, and then- Told
2: them about our trip to Las Vegas, told them about Whispers. I honestly, they said, this is Ruthie and Rob, and it was a chance two-second meeting. Really didn't, wasn't anything more than that, except that Rob then, on the social media site, reached out because he said, hey, it was really nice to meet you. Turns out Rob has a thing for redheads.
1: And curly hair, just so you know.
2: <laughs> so he was very sweet to reach out, say he liked my videos. Again, this is the improvement of my social media presence. I We have a lot of videos out there. We started talking. Turns out Rob is very social and very chatty, which gets me back to that. I need, I need the affirmation. So when I send a video to Rob, I get feedback instantly. I get the adoration. He is amazing with his words. He 100% doesn't just send me a gif. Like He uses all of his words to explain to me how that video made him feel and what he was thinking and what he wants to do to me, how amazing I am and what I look like. He uses all of his capabilities, not only is he an incredible fucking lover, but then he also has that ability to use his words and give me that praise that I'm looking for. It's a small thing that we are building towards. We are we are adding that into our marriage. Again, Ruthie and Rob have nothing in common with Max and Megan. We have nothing in common. So just to be clear, when when I talk about people, which is also something that we've kind of learned as I talk about people, as I talk about Link, as I talk about Rob, as I talk about Falcon, I talk about them in a way that is romantic. That is, I like the way you touch me. I like the way that you breathe on my neck, that maybe you choked me or you were able to give me a command that just melted me the way that you would tease me or the way that he withholds kissing me is insane. And all of these things are actions and they are small things. I will say that Max was a little hesitant at first, the way that I would talk about Link. There is this man that I have nothing in common with. I'm not going to run away with this man. (laughs) We have nothing in common. He is not somebody that I am idealizing. He just does certain things that turn me on, that I am a romantic person. I wouldn't
3: say I was hesitant about it. It was just interesting to hear you say things like this when, when you've never heard it before. So I was just like, oh. Really? Tell me more. What was that? Could you explain that? How did that go? What happened? I mean, in most of it I was watching, so but it was it was great to it was great to hear her say these things and sounds somewhat selfish, but I was using it as practice for her to use her words and her to give that communication in a relationship that I've never had. So by letting her get into it and asking these questions, it provided me that insight that I just never really understood. It's been great. It's just been fantastic. Eventually, she'll let me use my words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good thing we haven't unzipping. Now we get to talk. (laughs)
0: Well, I guess years upon years of being closed mouthed about sex in her life, she's she's catching up.
1: She is very much enjoying talking about all of these things that she is now doing. That is a fantastic plus for them in a the lifestyle right now. Another fun thing that she discovered was her bi-side. A lot of women enter the lifestyle. Like she said, the Katy Perry, I kissed a girl, I liked it. And like she also said, lean into it as a buy for your guy. Where, okay, yeah, fine, I'll do this little bits here and there to get you going and then we're off to the races. But some discover, like yourself, that, hey, you know what? I like this a little bit more than just give it a go from time to time.
0: When I got into the lifestyle, I had zero experiences with women. I mean, the most I had ever done with another woman was hug her. I didn't kiss a girl prior to the lifestyle. So all of my experiences for the first time with females were all within the lifestyle. Every time I had a new experience, I enjoyed it. Every time, like, oh, I got to kiss a girl today. Oh, that was so nice. She has very soft lips. From the moment I touched a female for the first time, just touching her arm, wow, so soft was under the guise of actually being sexual. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just, I'm touching another female's arm because I'm laughing at her joke and I'm just, ha ha ha, that was so funny. And, you know, kind of giving her the flirty arm touch kind of thing. But this was, wow, your skin is so soft. That is a turn on. Mm -hmm. And I've kissed you and wow, your lips are so soft. And that is a turn on. Each and every experience I had led up to wow, this is so nice. And I don't know if I ever really totally digested if that meant that I was bisexual or not, because I always kind of just felt like it was a fun new experience. It wasn't really something I was seeking out. With each new experience and with each new woman I've been with along the way, I'm really feeling very much attached to the thought that I am pansexual, And not bisexual. Because I find that there are men that I absolutely want nothing to do with. (laughs) (laughs) And there are women that I absolutely want nothing to do with. The more that I build a relationship with someone doesn't matter their gender, the more I find that I become turned on by and attracted to and all of the sexual feelings become that much better with that person that I've made that connection with and the person that I enjoy them as a person. I will say that the lifestyle has introduced me to the idea that I could be bi, but along my journey, I've learned The pansexual part for me is that I'm not excluding women, but I'm searching more for the connection than I am for the gender.
1: I would agree. I have seen you make connections with women, and as that happens, you are more inclined to engage in a sexual activity with them than when you don't make that connection. Yes. That really does fit the category because as you connect with someone, that is when you move on to that sexual progression.
0: And some of my best female-female experiences have been with females that I have the best connections with. And as I look back through those things, while yes, I'm willing to go down on another female or I'm willing to kiss another female, those experiences... Experiences are just totally heightened and so much better when I have that connection. When I feel that connection back from them, I mean, it sounds stupid because that's pretty much every sexual experience, whether it's me with a male or me with a female, that's how I classify myself as pansexual because that's how I like to have sex is with people I've connected with. Megan goes on to talk about how the lifestyle has been a huge motivating factor on several different fronts. It motivates her to be healthy and it motivates her to look her best. It's motivated Max to improve his stamina. And even they've talked about how Megan was improving her blowjob technique. Yep over time. When you get really comfortable in your monogamous marriage and you get really comfortable with your partner, ultimately, I don't know if we're just all creatures of habit or we learn somebody so well that those things don't become the top of our list priorities anymore. But these things are lost over time in Mm -hmm. your own relationship. And then you begin to bring these things out for your lifestyle relationships, for the people you intend to meet or the people you're dating. You're putting your best foot forward again. It's fun to have those motivations kind of come out of nowhere for you.
1: Yes, I agree. I also love the fact that she felt the need to start practicing a little bit more with Max. Like, hey, you know, I want to get better at this. Let's hone my technique. (laughs) After a while in the lifestyle, we've kind of honed some things. So apparently we don't need that much practice anymore, unfortunately, but...
0: (laughs) But I also find that I end up going back to whatever I just do naturally, unless you're pushing me away. I'm
1: but stop. In, I- on the terms of us, the positions that get you off are also perfect positions for me that I enjoy and I love every bit of. Yeah. That's how we fall into that.
0: Right. We do this position because it works best for both of us. And, right. But I'm talking we know, about...
1: Or we know ourselves to that point.
0: But we almost have dwindled down to the most efficient way to get there. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Whereas, like we're not playing around, we're not spending a lot of time with the foreplay, we're not spending a lot of time doing other things. The most we changing it up is dirty talk.
1: But... Part of that is because we've already gone through the effort of figuring our partner out.
0: Right, I know. And in the
1: lifestyle, you switch things around until you figure out what it is that works best for your new partner, if you will. And speaking of new partners, we invited Max and Megan to a pre-party after hearing about them from Tori and Link. It happened to be a pre-party where it was just going to be us along with Echo and Falcon and Nick and Elizabeth. I was pleasantly surprised when we welcomed them into the fold and engaged in conversation with them because that very easily could have gone the six of us just spending the time talking and go, oh, nice to meet you, yeah, yeah, and moving on. They developed an attraction to Echo and Falcon and then got in the car And started talking about them.
0: I think Echo and Falcon had Max and Megan in their crosshairs, so to speak, from the moment they saw them at the pre-party, then continued that on at the club. They knew exactly what they wanted and they went for it.
1: The four of them instantly disappeared. Disappeared. Uh, We hung out with Nick and Elizabeth and went for a walk and passed them briefly as they were walking towards a room. And we're like, wow, all right, well, they closed that deal. And just like they pointed out, when they got in that room, Echo is fantastic fantastic at creating that what are your rules, what's okay, what's not okay discussion. Mm -hmm. She gets straight to it, and the way she does it, because of the way she speaks to you throughout the night, it is not uncomfortable. It is just, she's asking you questions all night. She wants to learn everything there is about you. So when she gets into that room and starts that rules talk, it just feels like a continuation of, tell me what you're into. What kind of things are okay? What are your rules? The way she does it is fantastic.
0: But getting to that room, the question is, when is the time? Time to take somebody back to a room because as Max says, he would have asked immediately, but then waited for Megan to finish her conversation before <laughs> he felt it was time to maybe start talking about going back to a room. So what do you think? Is there like an unspoken rule of how quickly you can say, do you want to find a room?
1: I am totally in Max's boat. There are moments where I feel that, wow, this is a great connection. I know where this is going. Maybe we should accelerate this. But at the same time, I also know the longer we talk to them and the better that connection gets, the more more comfortable you're going to be and the better that experience will be. So I have learned not to rush it unless it's a couple that we already have that great connection with to begin with. We recently had an experience where a couple we've known for quite some time approached us and were like, do we really have to wait all night to do this or is now a good time? I almost said, well, we should wait a little. And before I could say anything, you're like, no, now's a good time.
0: Well, that particular couple, there was some waiting involved. With there was. That it, we hadn't too, seen so, them in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it.
1: I get it. <laughs> That was a fun experience because we did that very early in the evening and came back and still had time to do other things the rest of the night, as opposed to how we typically are, where we're building that connection. People are coming in and out of the group. And then the next thing you know, at about one thirty, two 2 o'clock in the morning, we say, all right, whole group, let's go. When do you feel the right time to make that move is?
0: I don't think it's a number. I think it's a feeling.
1: It is. And I have a feeling that our feeling is wait for the other person to make that decision because we don't like to try to push anybody into that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I can count on my hand the number of times that I've actually used the words, do you want to find a room? Because we are such a no pressure type of couple that we don't want to push that before it's comfortable for the other couple. However, I will say that a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're at our own home club, though, I Mm -hmm. think, because it's our home turf so we don't necessarily want to be pushy especially if somebody is newer to the club or not local to our club and i always feel like no i don't want to push anybody outside their comfort zone
1: we always have the mindset of we will be back and if that couple's not ready tonight and they're ready a different night great we're not going to push anybody into anything they're not ready for at that specific time Funny you mentioned the home club versus somewhere else where we may not know when that second opportunity will come. Right. So we may be a bit more aggressive in going, so what are you guys into? What are you interested in? Try to close the Echo (laughs) way.
0: I don't think we're nearly as graceful as Echo. No, no, (laughs) no. We do our best.
1: We do. As she continued to talk about one-night stands, given the fact that we have very rarely gone to different clubs and most of our time is spent at our home club, one-night stands become a little more difficult because you're going to see those couples again. Yeah. Well, you're going to see those couples again if what you did was right (laughs) and they come back. So odds are that one night stands in our club are very limited. Yes. We have not run into a lot of couples that are, we'll hook up with a couple once and call it there because we don't want to build that connection. We don't want to have a relationship with them because honestly, the way we meet couples and the way we get to that point where we want to play with them, is by building that connection and it's pretty easy to tell which ones aren't into building connections.
0: And I would say there are couples that we've played with in our club scene that we've only ever played with one time, but we've maintained a cordial friendship or if we see them in the club we wave hello or nobody parted ways and then like we don't ever look at them ever again or mm-hmm. pretend like they don't exist so i mean it could essentially be a one night stand but i always put one night stands in the negative connotation like oh that was not fun so i don't ever want anything to do with that right. person I don't ever think again we
1: have any of those oh boy we wouldn't do that again right right and it's just we just haven't had the chance to do it again. I agree that the one night stand is I intend to see you that one night do it and I will never, ever see you or talk to you again.
0: Exactly. Megan starts to talk about the romantic connection that she needs or that she searches out when she's meeting other couples and she goes to explain how the gentleman of another couple made her feel protected through the haunted house. And that was enough of a romantic connection that she just was all melty and like, I will do anything. And I will say that we have had lifestyle dates where sometimes The other female wants to hold your hand and she wants to kind of hook arms with you and walk with you. We've had lifestyle dates where the female will want to hold my hand and walk down the street with me. And One of my favorites, by the way. (laughs) And I think everybody gets something out of the dating aspect of it and wants some sort of connection or that you want to build some sort of connection as the date goes on and it's hard to if you're dating in a public setting where maybe you don't want people you know outside of the lifestyle to see you at a restaurant or out and about that sometimes is a boundary that's off limits and it also makes it just that much more fun because and enticing because it's something that you know you can almost get caught doing you know and here you are with your partner which I have to tell the story because I think it's hilarious. We have tickets to a sporting event in our area and we frequently take dates to this sporting event and we sit in a row of four. So typically it would be you, me, and then the couple next to us. But this particular time we sat as you, her, him, me. Me and you were on the outer sides of the each of our seats or whatever. We have a regular ru- usher that we see at the top of the stairs that we see every single time we go to the game. So we, he always sees both of us together and we bring, you know, another couple. Well, this particular time, because we sat differently, he only saw you and her and he never saw me. And then on the follow-up time that we went to the game... <laughs> He pulled you aside and whispered in your ear, who was that other girl you brought with you the last time?
1: Well, you say just because we sat, but as we left to go get food, she grabbed my hand and held my hand all the way up the stairs. And there was definitely that, for lack of a better term, that romantic feel to it. Yes. So he saw that and was like, hmm, wait a minute, what's going on here? This is somewhat different than who he's at every game with. That can be something that is noticed. Mm -hmm. by other people, which is why a lot of couples are hesitant to do that out in public. Yes. But one of the benefits to building that connection is the more experiences you have, the easier the transitions and the play moments become. Maybe not the transitions, but for sure the play moments. (laughs) Because again, the better connection we have, the more we talk, and the longer it takes to get to that play session. But the experiences you start to learn what that other person likes. You can go through those things that they enjoy and make that a really enjoyable experience start to finish as opposed to that exploratory.
0: Yes, and that's what Megan is talking about in their dating of other couples and in the multiple experiences with the same couple is that building from each experience, building onto that and learning your partner and making the sex better each and every time that you play, because you're learning along the way.
1: Then Megan brought up a really interesting point about when you've played with a couple enough, when you're having an off night, you can say, hey, it's an off night. I'm not going to be on my A-game. We've been able to go out with couples multiple times and enjoy doing that. We have some very close friends that we go out with repeatedly. Yes. You and I have both shown up on these events, not feeling the best, having a rough week, knowing that we're not going to be able to put on that A-game. Typically, we will utilize that as a night where we're like, hey, guys, let's just hang out and have fun. We don't need to jump in the bedroom and have a meh experience. Mm -hmm. Because even with that great connection, I don't know if I want that meh experience in the back of their mind.
0: Right, like you don't want to leave them with the last thing that we did with them sexually was just okay. Yep, It's a tough call because I can see it from both perspectives. I can see the really wanting to hang out with close friends and even having the sexual experience, but knowing that, okay, yeah, we've had better this wasn't our best but also i get that you're not full energizer bunny tonight and we're okay with that but i also see it from your perspective as these aren't people that i fuck all the time even though they're people i enjoy fucking and i have fucked multiple times should that mean that i still can give them a half-hearted performance and be okay with that because they have a comparison because they know I can be better. I don't know. That's a good question and maybe even better discussed with whoever you're fucking because it is a beforehand type of conversation.
1: And I guess technically she did say that she did it beforehand going, hey, you're not going to get my A game tonight and I will be just the pillow princess, but if you want to get it in, by all means, I enjoy your cock, so let's go.
0: Right. Our club website has a news feed that you can post into. We're seeing something very trendy happening in that it's a getting ready with me video, much like you see on TikTok where people are putting on their makeup and they're doing their TikTok live and they're talking about whatever they got going on that day or whatever their spiel is. They talk about that. These getting ready for me videos on our club site are more of a pornographic nature in the sense that they're either getting dressed or getting undressed or something of the sort. I find them interesting. I don't know that I'm turned on by them. I just find it a very interesting little way to introduce something pornographic into your t-
1: I Entered. have found myself looking for the play backwards button on the getting dressed videos because i like, wait, wait, no, don't
0: put that. No, I was enjoying.
1: Stop. All right, fine. I'll just go back to the beginning again anyway.
0: So you don't like the getting dressed part. You get like, get ready for with me for bed.
1: Yes. Yes. The getting out of my work clothes and hopping and in into, the shower. Yeah, there you I go. like those. Yes. <laughs> but those videos get a lot of comments. Yes. You discovered for yourself firsthand, getting into the lifestyle, that new feeling of getting a whole bunch of new comments that you haven't been receiving from your partner prior to getting into the lifestyle. Max noticed that right off the bat when Link would comment on Megan. Megan was very much enjoying all these comments and she makes this video and sends it to Max. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you were busy today. Not what she was looking for because she knows full well when she sends that to somebody else. It's, oh my God, that's so sexy. You came so hard.
0: Completely different reaction. Yes.
1: And she said, you know what? Now that I'm experiencing these lifestyle comments, you need to step up your game thumbs up on your video doesn't work anymore it really needs <laughs> that extra response
0: and here comes a comparison that you're not trying to make but you suddenly notice when i first got into the lifestyle i didn't know was necessarily lacking until you're getting the compliments from outside sources but like absolutely zero from your spouse where it was the same kind of thing it wasn't even a oh yeah that's a hot video it was a yeah you were busy today kind of thing yep. it was a yeah, you okay? I got it. That's what you spent your time with today. Got it. Not even a slight compliment towards it, it was more derogatory than it was mm-hmm. complimentary. And to know that, yes, yeah, she's getting these wonderful comments on the other side of things it does make seeing the spouse comment as so black and white between the two and then yes you do you have to pick up your game my wife is absolutely the hottest person out there and i need to make her feel that way and she needs to know that i feel that way about her no matter what because Mm -hmm. if she's getting that from a gazillion other people out there and you're not giving it to her then it's not gonna go well for the future yep
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me, when I get those pictures and videos from you, it is a not quite as long comment as it should be, but quickly followed with, and who else got this? Because unfortunately for me, that's where my turn on is, is wow, okay, how many other guys get to look at this amazing thing and I start picturing what they're feeling. And I honestly start thinking of, what are they saying back to you? Because I know how much that is a turn on to you as well.
0: And I play off of that. And a lot of my content that I make for... Or other people in the back of my head. I'm also sending this to you knowing that you know that I made this for somebody else. Mm-hmm. There are comments that I will put on my Snapchats that I send to you and you know very specifically that that was not meant for <laughs> yep. you, that that was meant for somebody else, and you know who got it just based on the comments mm-hmm. or... There are things that I do that I am doing them specifically for you in the long run. It comes back around to you when I'm making them, when I'm putting it together or my thought process of the whole thing. I know exactly who's getting it. And I know that you're getting it as well. And that in the process, you're being turned on because other people are getting it. For me and you, I it's a game.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. A very, very fun game.
0: It's a fun game that I really very much like to play with you because I think that it brings out a fun, sassy side to me. And I think you like that side as well. love
1: that side as well. Yep.
0: So it's something I look forward to. So I'm doing it for you, even though other people are reaping the benefits. But. Yes. <laughs>
1: And when you do send me one that I know is just for me, I get much more descript in how I feel about the pictures. And it is a special thing to know that, okay, yeah, I was the only one that got this one and you made that pose for me. But it's also really fucking hot when I know, oh, I know who you made that pose for. And thanks for sharing with me, too.
0: (laughs) Megan brought up early on in the episode about her needing the romantic connection the romantic feelings and then she kind of brings it back around nearing the end about her really enjoying the romantic side of getting to know people of their dating of other couples enjoying the getting to know you process so much so that you know she learns your favorite color she then finds her matching lingerie to put on and be ready for you the next time you see her i'm so easy with black and red (laughs) And she puts a lot of thought into it and she enjoys having those connections. She is one of the people that we've been out with who enjoys holding your hand and Mm -hmm. hooking arms with you and having more of the connection throughout the date with you. And I think in the swinger world, hearing especially a woman say that she wants a romantic connection with the husband of somebody else tends to make people feel uncomfortable. I know as she was saying it, just the word romantic is kind of like, uh, you're kind of borderline on like, yeah, are you really swinging or are you polyamory kind of thing? And looking at the way Max and Megan are going about the lifestyle, there are many moments in which they are swinging and they're having fantastic sex with couples, Mm -hmm. even in their dating of other couples, they are still just dating them for the sexual benefits and having a friendship as well, which is not polyamory. From the outside looking in, based on what she's saying, I could see their relationship kind of headed more in a polyamory direction because I think once you get to a certain level of closeness with couples, you start to tread a little bit dangerously with swingers. And then, you know what I mean? Because you just have that where you want more to the relationship than just a friendship with benefits. And you want more than just, you know, we get to go out on dates with each other. And I see what Megan gets out of this. And I see how she reacts to it and how much she is very much enjoying the romantic aspect of things. I would just say that if it were a betting man's game... (laughs) I would say they're going to lean into more of a poly style of swinging.
1: And I think they have with their dating side, Mm -hmm. where they see the same couple over and over and over again. But I also don't think that her term romantic is really intended as having romantic feelings for, but more doing those PDA type things, where it is that holding hands, it's that nuzzling in close, it's that connection start to finish with your new partner which we haven't seen in very many other couples. Right. But at the same time, I don't feel Max needs that. No, <laughs> I don't think Nor is Max looking so. for no, that. No, no. But I, I think it's something that it's one of the key things that she enjoys. And she feels if she has that connection, the sex is going to be that much better for her. So I will agree that this is something completely different than what we've seen from just about every other couple we've dealt with.
0: I wouldn't say completely, but I would say different definitely. Everybody goes into swinging or the lifestyle looking to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And in Megan's case, I think what she gets out of it is that romantic connection that she feels satisfies the connection that she needs to have with somebody before she has sex with them. You get into swinging or you start into the lifestyle and your biggest fears are that you're going to lose your partner. Your, your partner is going to find somebody and they're going to have this wonderful great connection with them and then they're going to leave you in the dust when you're first getting into the lifestyle those fears are so big that if i were to hear somebody say they want a romantic connection with my partner i think my first feeling is going to be like oh no we can't we can't have that mm-hmm. But having had some time in the lifestyle, having met so many different couples, having interviewed so many different styles of people, we've come to learn that everybody does this for whatever reason that gets them going, that helps them to get something that they're not either not receiving from home or just want to fulfill in other ways.
1: The different things that turn them on that get them to that point of wanting to have that sexual interaction.
0: Right. So while she used the word romantic, and I don't know that maybe it's just the word itself that sounds a little scary to think about. I think she's just explaining the things she needs to get her to the point of the sexual interaction and to feel close enough to somebody to... Have that sexual interaction. And I don't know that she's meaning romantic in the terms of, I want to have a full blown relationship with this person and steal your husband away from you. But I do know that as soon as she said that, I was a little bit like, whoa, maybe we don't want to say romantic.
1: (laughs) Right. I think for her, romantic is she wants that physical foreplay of the connection of the holding hands, the cuddling, the little kisses. For us, it's more the big kisses. Let's get that full makeout session going to bring us to that next level.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So for her, it's a much slower build. While for us, it's more of the, oh, wow, that was a really good kiss. Where does this go? Right.
0: Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie.
1: We hope this brought you some midweek excitement.
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.